You are listening to episode 35 of the New Rules for Your Life and Your Business podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Every day, our world is shifting and changing. New technology, new traditions, new relationships, responsibilities, and challenges. How can you keep up? Through the new rules for your life and your business podcast, where transformation expert Holly Rovinger and her expert guests share how you can not only survive, but thrive in this new world. Holly believes that when you get back to basics and truly engage with your life and your business, you become empowered and can elevate the way you're living. Here now is your host, Holly Rovinger. Thanks so much, Morgan. Welcome to New Rules for Your Life and Your Business, the podcast that is dedicated to helping you cut through the chaos so you can experience personal and professional growth. You will hear stories, insights, and new rules to live by from myself and my guests that are born out of real life experiences. The stories are inspiring and motivating, and I encourage you to take at least one golden nugget from each episode and apply it to your life or your business. The topic for today is being flexible and staying current with trends, and my special guest is Stu Zakum. Some of the highlights in this episode are the importance of support during a life transition, how Stu changed from corporate work to entrepreneurship, or how he came kicking and screaming there, and how his company got its name. That and more today on the New Rules Podcast. Today's show is sponsored by The Empress Cloth on Amazon, TheEmpressCloth.com. Check it out. Save time, save money, save the environment. A much healthier way to clean for you, your family, your loved ones, and your pets. Stu Zakum is a corporate communications marketing professional with senior level experience in the entertainment and media sectors. He has a strong background and proven track record in brand repositioning, integrated marketing programs, product launches, strategic media relations, development and implementation of corporate communications programs and crisis communications. He has worked for some of the best known brands in film, magazines and television. Zakem has provided counsel to a variety of iconic media leaders, including Jan Wenner, Bonnie Fuller, Christy Hefner, David Pecker, and their publications, Rolling Stone, Playboy, Us Weekly, Shape, and Star Magazine, among others. He has also worked on the PR campaigns of some of the most popular and successful films and television shows in recent history. As an executive at Columbia Pictures, Universal Pictures, and Showtime Networks. He launched Bridge Strategic Communications in 2009. Stu Zakum is a member of the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences, and the Academy of Television, Arts, and Sciences. He was recognized by his peers as one of the top 100 people in the cable industry in 2007, and has been active in industry associations such as the National Cable and Television Association, the Association of Corporate Communications, and the Cable and Telecommunications Association for Marketing. 
He also serves on the board of directors of the Publicity Club of New York. Welcome, Stu, to New Rules for Your Life and Your Business. I'm just thrilled to have you here. Thanks, Holly. I'm thrilled to be here, too. Yeah, it's so cool. Um, <laughs> guys, I just read to you um, Stu's bio, which is just, it just blows me away because Stu and I go way back. We were childhood friends. I don't know, Stu, did we meet when we were 10, 11? I don't even remember. In, in Hebrew school, so whatever ages that was. Yeah, well, I guess, uh, yeah. you know, close to right around there, yeah. which is just amazing. So I know Stu for a long time. And, you know, when I read his his bio, it always uh, just like knocks my shoes off. Like he's a member of the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences. And I hope you all understand that 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 means he gets to vote for the Academy Awards. <laughs> and I got to be um, part of it for just a small little bit. Right, Stu? I, when I was living yes. up in Jersey. Uh, Stu took me as his guest to see the movie. What was the premiere? Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, yeah. It, w- it was just such a thrill for me um, to be there. I mean, Jennifer Lawrence, like, walked by me. She was as close to me as my computer is right now. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and that's just a regular part of, of Stu's life. So I invited him on, actually, today for a few reasons. Um, one, he has an amazing new rule to share with all of us. And he, he's been through a lot in the past few years. And number two, I think for those of you who are, whether you're in business or you're starting out in business, I think Stu can be an amazing resource for you. I, I know he has for me. Um, if it wasn't for Stu, I would have no idea how to write, <laughs> who had to write a really good press release. I will tell you that. So really appreciate your, your being here today. So Stu, why don't you just jump in and, um, share what your new rule is. Today's new rule. Well, it's not really a new rule. It's something I've actually adhered to for quite a while because in the world that I live, it's really crucial. My rule is being flexible and staying current with trends is crucial to your survival. In a, in a, in a world where everything changes, not daily, hourly, but by the minute, uh, if you're asleep at the wheel, you're not going to be successful. It's really a challenge, I think, to all of us to to stay on top of things. And with the Internet, there's no reason why anyone shouldn't. Uh, you can read about any topic you want. You can stay current on any topic you want. Uh, you'll help predict trends, analyze trends, and you see trends taking place. And as marketers, it's very important to understand that dynamic so we can incorporate those kind of practices in campaigns that I put together. Well, Stu, to share a little bit about your your journey into um, the entrepreneurial space, because I think you know, some of your, your personal story, what you've been through in the past few years, like when you launched strategic communications, you know, since 2009. So it's quite a long time already. Um, you know, because I know personally, I just, I kind of, I hope motivated Stu a little bit to become more of an entrepreneur because he was transitioning from a corporate world. So if you just want to share a little bit about that, I think it'd be awesome. Well, I was in corporate America for uh, of, for about 30 years. Uh, my first job out of college up through 2009. And through those years, I really never had any interest nor desire to go out on my own. I was working for companies that had high, high brand awareness that produced products that were of interest to me. And I was proud to be associated with 
and I met an incredible amount of interesting people. So I know I would have never had those opportunities had I been my own practitioner. However, circumstances uh, precluded my remaining in the corporate world. You know, it was uh, five years ago. Lots of stuff was going on, and uh, I had some family issues that needed to be taken care of, as well as going through a divorce. So I uh, voluntarily resigned my spot at my company at the time, which was Showtime, really because I couldn't give them the kind of attention in that that job required and maintain uh, some kind of sanity in my personal life, which for me was the priority at that point. It was quite a uh, decision to make because recognizing the economy being what it is, also uh, my age at the my age then and my age now, as well as the kind of compensation I was used to receiving was going to be very hard to replicate in the corporate world again. So after many times of working my network, meeting lots of people, um, going after positions that um, I thought I was minimally qualified, a maximum qualified for, um, and the door kept closing and closing and closing. Lucky for me, I had some friends who gave me freelance work to, to keep some revenue coming in as I continued to maintain my search for another corporate job. It was really only after one, it was like the straw that broke the camel's back. It was, I'm not going to mention the company, but a company that I would very much have wanted to be working for. The spot itself was junior to where I was used to being, but nevertheless, I saw an enormous opportunity in that area and that I thought I could grow and own as time went on and then get back to the level that I had been working at previously. Uh, after 10 meetings, including on camp, uh, at their offices with a lot of different people, uh, the door started to close. And I really couldn't understand it because the meetings went so positively. The feedback was really upbeat. Um, and I thought for sure uh, I was going to be receiving an offer when, in fact, the, the door didn't close. It slammed shut. They went silent. No returning emails, no returning phone calls. And once again, that is something that you do become used to in pursuing jobs these days, especially in the, in the age category that, that I exist in. Um, however, when I finally got the person on the phone, um, it was uh, obviously I knew the, the when to change and this wasn't happening. I was incredibly disappointed uh, and got some, you know, it, it was really uh, HR that got back to me, not even the people who I'd been meeting with. So that's another signal that that wasn't going to happen. And at that point, I said, boy, if this wasn't going to work, then I just have to figure out what to do next. And looking at the volume of uh, freelance work I was getting and then I could make a living for it, I decided to, with uh, my the advice of my accountant, to uh, incorporate into an LLC. And there's an interesting story, Holly, that if you want me to tell about how I came to the name of uh, my company, Bridge Strategic Communications. I'd love it, definitely. Okay, well, on a number of levels, Bridge uh, Public Relations as, as a profession really is about building... Uh, bridges between different communities, different audiences. When you're the message sender, you want to build relationships with the people who you want to receive your message with. So PR has always built bridges, I believe, when it, when it successfully turns around a public opinion and gets people unified on some issues. It really does build bridges to each different audience that you're trying to influence. At the same time, uh, there's a bridge 
that is in Boston. Uh, for those who are listening, they may not know what it looks like. You probably have seen it on TV many times or in films from the, uh, you know, when they do a aerial shot of Boston, it's kind of become the signature shot that immediately identifies where you are as Boston. Um, and that uh, is named after my brother Lenny. So that is the Zakem Bridge. So when I looked at that, and I looked at my, that's where I was inspired to name it Bridge because he it was named after him. He ran the Anti-Defamation League in New England for a very long time. And he, he uh, also built bridges between communities, between blacks and Jews and Hispanics and Jews and Christians and Jews and Muslims and Jews and Jews and Jews. And just, you know, really uh, took it to a level that surpassed many people's expectations. And he accomplished many things with those different groups. So... Uh, as they were looking to come up with a name suitable for a gorgeous bridge like this, um, it was actually um, decided to name it after him. And so that's where I came up with the analogy between bridge building and, and building bridges between communities. And I thought that the logo would be a perfect symbol to use as my logo. I'm mean, using his, that bridge as my logo made perfect sense as well. So hence, that's how I got the name of the company. And since we have open our doors uh, five years ago. I've really had the pleasure of working with a variety of clients uh, in a lot of different areas, but all within the media and entertainment space, um, which is my sweet spot and where I have my strongest contacts. And I also, as a volunteer for two years, headed up the publicity for the Montclair Film Festival, which is now becoming one of the most successful independent film festivals in the country as it enters its fourth year next year. Very cool. Yeah. So you've actually you've accomplished quite a lot as an entrepreneur, and I know you were kind of kicking and screaming into this space. Um, you know, not everybody is um, entrepreneurial to begin with, but somehow in this economy, um, Stu, I couldn't agree more. You know, being especially the boomers, you know, our age group, we we don't really have a choice. We need to really embrace this whole entrepreneurial journey. Because that's how we're going to live out our lives, not only successfully, but in abundance, because that's where it's all happening. Yeah. I mean, you know, certainly I, I admire those who are uh, still in corporate America at, at this stage of their lives, and they will definitely have a very nice uh, retirement, as I hope we do, as, you know, more people out there use my services. You know, it's... Um, it's definitely the only way. I mean, short of somebody I know buying a company and hiring me directly, uh, I just have to, you know, and those in our age group have to accept the fact that we need to be flexible if we're going to survive. Going back to my, you know, it, my new rule, it, 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 you really just have to adapt to the different things to become as knowledgeable as some kid in their, in their 20s or 30s about how to use the web, how to use social media, how to use Facebook marketing. It's like you have, Holly. You've become an expert in that area. You have to do this stuff. or Otherwise, you'll be left behind. And none of us, I think those of us feel good about ourselves, have the energy, and certainly the ideas to, to succeed don't want to be left behind. That's why we have to do it the way we are. Right. And, you know, look, you put one foot in front of the other, you focus. It may not be easy, but, in, you know, in the long run, it's definitely worth it. You know, it's definitely worth it. Sure. So, so, you know, you talk about staying on top of trends and not being idle or you'll be left behind. But, you know, just share how how do you accomplish the above? Like, how would you, you know, tell somebody what kind of steps would they need to do? Well, I think anybody, you know, there are some uniform things that people can do to, regardless of what 
profession they're in. And once again, we can thank the internet for that luxury. Um, there's always a trade publication or trade publications for the, any industry that you're in. So if that's where you think you're going to remain, you, you need to read those trades constantly. And there's blogs, there's newsletters, there's all kinds of communications that exist out there that can keep you fully fluent and informed about what is going on. There's no, there is, if you don't, then there's only one person to blame and that's yourself. Um, you got to become active in organizations that are for your industry. So regardless of your, of your industry, there's besides a trade group, there are, you know, um, meetup groups, there are n other networking type opportunities that are crucial, really important for somebody to get, uh, become active in because people forget who you are. It doesn't matter if you were the greatest person of what you do. Human nature, what is what it is. And if you're out of sight, you're out of mind. And, and the beauty of networking is you get a lot of people who have the similar interests. So you can bond with them and form new, new, new friendships, which will then become new people that you can network with. And it's all, you know, kind of like that commercial when they used to have for the hair shampoo. You know, I'll tell one and you'll tell one. And then all of a sudden the, the, the screen was full of different images. That's how it works with networking. And um, being up to date about what's going on makes networking that much easier because even if you don't know anybody, you can pretty much join in a conversation as long as you understand what they're talking about. And that's a great way to integrate yourself into a group is by joining in the conversation. You know, like, hello, my name is Stu Name Tag Ami. And, and then you're not just sitting there idly. You're actually going to contribute to the conversation. You couldn't do that if you weren't on top of what's going on. Um, I'd also advise, you know, people would to get in touch with their alumni networks because that's a great way of bonding because people have a shared experience having gone through the same school and university. And you'd be surprised how many of those larger and smaller universities have local alumni branches that are there specifically to keep people connected because they want to reach out to you for fundraising. So what better way to do it is by offering these services so that you can talk to your fellow peers, whether they are graduates before or after. It's just a way to stay in touch and on top of what's going on. If you hear what kids are learning about in college today, you know that's what you got to be on top of. But you also have to realize that six months from now, a new curriculum will be in place that will make that other stuff dated, and you have to learn all new things. But that is the beauty of, I think, working in the time that we are living in. It's not like you're doing the same thing every day for 40 years. Today, or even for the last 10, 15 years, every day is a new day with new challenges that you can meet that you wouldn't have been able to meet before. And that makes it really exciting, as long as, you know, that, in my mind anyway. Well, right. It is exciting. And, you know, I always like to say if you're loving what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And, you know, I think as an entrepreneur, once you get to that point where you are doing what you love to do every day, you know, then it's you're just going to slide right into home plate. You know, right. sure. Which, you know, I, I definitely see that you're doing and kudos for you because, you know, you've had to make a lot of adjustments. You were in tr transition, you know, in two major parts of your life, right? you know, almost at the same time, which, you know, really for anybody isn't easy. And you've managed to accomplish that. You know, I, I, you know, I managed it by having lots of support because without that kind of support of friends and family, it would have been very difficult. So, so you know, to that, you know, I was very lucky. 
Well, that's a key point. You know, you've got to have a support network. Um, and you know what I also recommend, you know, besides the networking and the reading and everything is to have a good, strong coach, somebody that you can count on and can give you the guidance to really, you know, get everything off the ground. You know, well, I find that asking people questions, most people enjoy that. You know, a lot of people never asked for their opinion on something or can you give me some advice when you, first of all, most people are going to say yes. So when you're looking to, you know, increase your contacts or meet new people, even in an email, you know, I could say, oh, how, hi, so-and-so, Holly suggested I reach out to you. I was wondering if you could give me some advice about blah, blah, blah. Nine times out of 10, you're going to get a really positive reply and you've made a new friend or a new contact. And now that person's aware of what you're up to. So maybe they'll hear of something you might want or so, or they could recommend you to somebody else. That's why you just have to be really, I think, open to whatever comes across the plate. Right, 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 right. And people love to talk. You're absolutely right. So, you know, just asking them a question and then just like, you know, zip it up and listen. People tend to talk too much and they don't listen enough. So right. they, they miss out on a lot of, a lot of good tips and things that they could really use to become more and more successful. Absolutely. And it, once again, it, it, you can share that kind of information that you have with other people in the same boat, and then they can share stuff that they know with you. And then it becomes a real useful relationship, you know? Well, yeah, then it's reciprocal, which is, right. you know, obviously great when you can establish that with anyone. Sure. You know, you, you wash my hand, I'll wash yours or what, you know, whatever the saying is, you know, I do, I do love that. And I think we all try to live by that. <laughs> so, you know, I know you've mostly dealt with, you know, movie stars and, um, you know, in the film industry in the past, but I know you're open to people who are, you know, doing businesses online and, you know, you've worked with um, some people I've connected with when they were trying to market their products. So for any of you who are interested, you know, you'll be able to um, contact Stu and, you know, he'll he'll definitely get you on the right track with your public relations because he's an expert on it. And, you know, no matter what field you're in. Right. I agree. The, this is um, techniques and tools and, that can be used in any area because public relations is across the board. There's always a need for it. It's not just about publicity. Uh, that's one small tangent of public relations. It's about uh, educating people how your how your your product works, or how your product thinks, or how your company is, so that they look to you for leadership. And that that's the key. So whatever tools I use in the entertainment business will be just as effective if you were doing PR in the financial area. Financial area has a little more restrictions because it's public money and all that. But regardless, the same tools, how you interact and create relationships with the, with the press are the same and how you exchange information. And the key in all of this, whether you're working in PR or anything, rule number one is you never lie. Because once you lie and you get caught, you're toast. You'll No one will ever trust what you have to say again. In an area where there is 20 million people like me out there, I can't afford to make those that mistake. So it's, and there's unfortunately a lot of people who do call themselves public relations practitioners who don't know how to tell a, an honest story, who make their living by lying and which in fact creates a negative stereotype for the, for this profession, where in fact, we're only there to help people do to make their lives better. When people say, what is my job? And I say, my job is to help people do their jobs better. 
No, I love that. Excellent. So. <laughs> yeah, that's fabulous. Yeah. Well, I know you've kicked me a few times. Like, you know, you got to look better in the video and you got to <laughs> do this. So, you know, I, I know exactly what you're capable of. <laughs> so your favorite quote, want to share that? Favorite quote. Sure. It is um, from a, my favorite singer, songwriter, performer, Bruce Springsteen, from his first album and from the first song on the first album, Blinded by the Light. And it's one of the choruses in it. And turn right at the light, keep going straight until night, and then boy, you're on your own. And what that really means in my mind is that at the end of the day, it's all about you. You're the one who's going to make it work. I can tell you where to go, where to turn. And then after a while, you, you, you know, you're going to not know what to do. But if you just take someone's lead and then make it happen on your own, which is essentially what Bruce is saying here, it's going to work. And I've done it countless times, so I'm not just making it up. It's things that I've seen in practice that work effectively. Um, being independent, being you know, free-minded and creative, and looking for solutions no one else has is what makes you stand out, me stand out in the marketplace. So this kind of defines that thinking in my mind. No, I like it. I love that quote. And I think the way you just um, defined it was fabulous. I, I do like that. You know, Stu, it's interesting. I, I did a, a podcast, I think it was last week, on uh, getting out of your comfort zone and stretching your comfort zone. So can I just ask you, like, just what recently have you done to get out of your comfort zone or stretch your comfort zone? I'm really interested in, in what people are starting to do. You know, they may have always done something one way and, and they've tried something totally different. Can you think of something? Hmm. That's a good question. I know. <laughs> and off the top of my head, I really can't because I've been so focused on uh, working lately that uh, even in the campaign, I mean, as in this one project I'm working on, uh, it may come to pass that I will have to think of thing outside of my comfort zone to make it effective. Uh, I'm not there yet, but that might be the next great opportunity I have for that. I, I think as a rule, as a normal day of life, I kind of do things out of the comfort zone all the time just because I'm not shy. I'm not afraid to try things differently. And the worst that will happen is that you fail. And there's nothing wrong with failing as long as you try for the right reasons. Well, you know, exactly. Everybody talks about you fail your way to the top anyway. Yeah. I mean, you, know, you learn by your mistakes, hopefully. And, and so you don't repeat them and, and you become a more effective uh, professional. So I wish I could give you an answer to that question beyond that. That's it. You stumped me. That's okay. <laughs> you know, it just, I threw that in because I'm just curious, you know, I, I have lived outside my comfort zone for the past three and a half years. Um, just, you know, doing things that I, I never would have done or thought I would even have to do. So I just like to hear what, what others are doing. But um, Stu, I thank you so much for spending your time with us today. Really, really appreciate it. Okay, Holly, thank you for having me, and uh, we'll talk soon. 
Okay, if you guys would like to connect with Stu, he's active on Facebook and Twitter, and you can find the information on the notes we have created, especially for this episode on hollyrovinger.com. An easy way to start the conversation with him is to mention you heard him speak on new rules for your life and your business. And if you like this episode, please consider leaving a five-star review over on iTunes or on iStitcher Radio, and I'll mention it in a future episode as a big thank you. By leaving a review and downloading an episode, it makes the podcast more visible and easier for others like you to find. Thanks again for listening today. Have a great week. And remember, always have a positive mindset so you can live healthier and wealthier and happier with passion. This is Holly signing off for today. But before we go, I have my question. Stu is being flexible and staying current with trends. And what I want to ask is, are you? Thanks for listening to the new rules for your life and your business podcast. If you're listening and you want to grab contact details for today's guest, information on resources mentioned, or any other show notes, head over to hollyrovinger.com for complete details. That's www.hollyrovinger.com. We would love to hear your thoughts on today's episode. So leave us a comment on the website or an honest review on iTunes. And to get regular tips to help you in today's rapidly changing world, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of the new rules for your life and your business. 